0: hey yo what is good everybody it is your boy son rondu and welcome back to the fusion struggle podcast the podcast where we talk about anything and everything whenever we want
1: ghost listen here ghost y'all i am sick i'm i'm feeling like shit bars you know my insides kind of hurt Damn, I, that was accidental off the dome. I was about clear. to say. Um, dog, mm. we kind of got, got a speed run through all the chaos. So much has happened. So much has
0: happened. Um, Man, jump off. Don't jump uh, it <laughs> <laughs> damn. I I don't really know where to start. Should we save the meat and potatoes for a little bit closer to the end? Or should we just go straight into it?
1: Let's just go straight into straight it. Straight into it.
0: Alright. Saturday, November twenty-fifth. Mm. Survivor series war. Uh, excuse me. Wow, that was horrible. Let's uh I'm gonna redo that. Keep that in. <laughs> Survivor <laughs> series. <laughs> Survivor series war games. In the shy. And in, in, in Chicago, which now that I think about it. We actually, we could have went low-key.
1: We could have, but, you know, life be life and finances be finances. Yeah, and and you owe people money.
0: But, you know, it's also one of those things where, you know, (laughs) I I was trying to be funny with that one.
1: But, anywho. No, I I was laughing. Sometimes (laughs) my laughs kind of hurt, so (laughs) if I don't laugh, just know I am laughing. It (laughs) hurts. Okay.
0: Um. So, yeah, listen, let's just run down the card of Survivor Series before we even hit the meat and potatoes. Or do you just, like I said, Mm. once
1: again, let's just go through it. Like, what happened? We need to go through it because you say meat and potatoes one more time, I'm going to think about Thanksgiving, and that's when I started getting sick. (laughs) All
0: right, bet. Men's War Games. The Men's Survivor Series War Games which consisted of Drew McIntyre and the Judgment Day versus Yeet, Main Event Jey Uso, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Seth freaking, Wall- Seth freaking Rollins, the current World Heavyweight Champion. Now, as you can tell, or if you didn't know, the Judgment Day has four male members. Andrew McIntyre, which equals a fifth. And then only named four other uh, competitors as well on the opposite side. Now, notice how it's a four all five, right? Randy Orton was also added to the match. And there was a lot of speculation that Bro wasn't showing up because he didn't show up. <laughs> now, towards the end of the match, when things were looking real bleak. And a lot of Cody's team didn't know if Rennie was showing up. They were questioning him, like, yo, what's going on? Where is he? Things was things was 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 getting fucked up. Real fucked up. Right? right? Seth got put to a table. As the number was counting down for the final uh team member for Cody's team was supposed to arrive. We end up getting Rhea Ripley running out with a referee with Damien's money in the bank briefcase to cash in on Seth Rollins as she was going to cash in for Damien it happened Randy Orton finally returned after almost two years out of action now I don't know about you bro but Randy got big as fuck like
1: this motherfucker was. When crazy. I
0: tell you, when him and Drew stood face to face, I was like, this, "This nigga right here, bro. Him and him and Drew are are the same size. And and that's I don't know what's scarier, taking an RKO from this Randy Orton, or taking, well, actually. Both sound pretty terrible. Because I was going to say, taking an RKO from a buff Randy Orton or taking a Claymore kick from Drew McIntyre. Both are equally bad. So, I don't That was that's pretty stupid.
1: <laughs> Any version of the RKO is <laughs> bad. The fact that there's a whole lot of meat and death in the biceps yes. now. Like, even more. It's like, no, I'm cool because my neck is gone. My skull is disintegrated. That's a fatality. <laughs> Literally. Put that man at MK12 or 2,
0: whatever the fuck. <laughs> DLC song. Real. So, with all that being said, Randy came back and Randy was putting in that work as if he didn't just come back from a double <laughs> spinal fusion surgery. Like, it's God. almost like he just took time off to spend time with his family. He did not miss a beat, like, whatsoever. I'm sitting there, in the bed, with my woman, geeking the fuck out, because Randy Orton is about to, is about to hit, he, Randy, Randy's back, bro, like, the Viper, the Legend Killer, the Apex Predator, whatever you want to fucking call him, he's back putting in that motherfucking work, so, uh, there was also a really cool moment too in the match, where Randy had pulled, uh, one of the judgment day members up for a rope DDT and literally every last member of the judgment day, uh, included Drew McIntyre was like set up for a rope DDT and just to pay homage to Randy, they all did it. So everyone's all like, everyone's laid out. Randy is about to finally hit an RKO after almost two years out of action. But then he notices a certain Uso in the corner, laid out low-key. He then switches his attention from Priest to Jay. Now, let's not forget. The real reason, or the main reason why Randy was out of action for two years was because Jay and Jimmy, uh, at the time, uh, were a part of this stable called the Bloodline, or I guess the Bloodline started running, so I guess it's still the same shit. Um, well, when Jay was with the bloodline, he, um, him and his brother injured, uh, Randy and put him on the shelf for two years. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty fucked up and Randy didn't forget about that. So he was about to hit Us with a, uh, with a RKO, but as, uh, he was about to strike Jay noticed and he said, I forget you and your boys did that. And Jay, of course, he was sorry. He said he was sorry. And as Damien was about to pause on this, was about to hit Randy from the back, Jay hit him with a super kick. Randy took notice. He was like, okay, I could trust you, I guess, for now. Dominic, dumbass, came in, got hit with an RKO, and it was, oh my God, it was, it was perfect. It's like, once again, bro, it's almost like he did not miss a beat. Like, now obviously, you know, going through your surgery and everything, you have to train and everything, but it's like it, it just was so fluent and natural, it's like, damn, like it just really seemed like he 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 was only gone for like not even a minute, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So continuing, continuing. Um They end up winning the match, and there was a whole bunch of speculation that CM Punk The Second City Saint was supposed to be returning at War Games, right? Personally, I didn't think it was going to happen. Just because it just felt too good to be true. And it just kind of seemed like after everything Punk had done in AEW and what happened over there, it just didn't seem very likely or it didn't even seem like there was any point of Punk returning to WWE. So, as the camera was panning out, voices was out uh hitting or no it was cody rhodes theme sorry um everybody's celebrating in the ring and as we all think the show's about to end cm punk's fucking music hit bro when i tell you i was i was trying my best not to scream but i i geeked the fuck out once again it was crazy the pop that punk got obviously in his hometown was fucking massive insane bro fucking bonkers it was just so surreal bro like and then to see punk come out got a fresh cut looking the best he's he's looked in in years like it's crazy we literally got three returns, because R-Truth was there too. It was good seeing R-Truth.
1: Yes, Lord. (laughs) Yes, Lord. But it's like... I popped huge for that one. But
0: it's like, we got three major returns. We got R-Truth, Randy Orton, and CM Punk, bro. Crazy. Crazy. What are are your thoughts on this? On Punk returning? I'm
1: going to give you a play-by-play of what was happening in my head, because I made a tweet I think either before the show started and because here's the thing I watched certain like news outlets or like wrestling news outlets talking about like speculation about punk going there because obviously in Rosemont anytime they go to Chicago CM Punk gets uh, brought up it could be a Monday Night Raw hell it could be NXT punk is gonna show up oh my god it got to the point where it was annoying for me because I'm like dude I I love the passion, but at the same time, shut up. Because, like, it's so to the far, like, side of hopes and dreams right. and shit. It's like, oh, he's going to show up. He's going to show up. I'm like, are we trying to overshadow the fact that Randy Orton came back? Like, I'm excited for that. If Punk shows up, great. Cool. Right? That, that's a shock. Like, wow. What the fuck? I'm happy for my dog because I'm a punk guy, for real. But it's like, given everything that happened at AEW, and we got to bring it up. Uh, yeah, that's
0: actually something I wanted to talk about. It, that's
1: why I didn't know if I wanted to talk about AEW
0: first or if I wanted to talk about everything that happened at workings. Because I have a, actually I actually have a lot to say about AEW. And... Right. We're going to talk right, about
1: bad, it. Bad. So, I'm, my bad, bro. I'm going to let you finish. Oh, no. You good. So I made a tweet saying, if punk doesn't show up, right... I hope Punk doesn't show up just to piss people off. Now I'm in chaos mode. Like I just want the chaos to be like, what happened to y'all talking? Everybody's like, oh my god, Sam Punk's going to show up tonight. Shut up. Just watch the show. Just enjoy the show. And I totally forgot for a like for a second that it was in Rosemont, which is basically Chicago. It's Chicago adjacent, but it's basically Chicago. Um, that. The crowd, the people in Chicago are crazy as shit. Case in point, me. So, but there's crazier people. Chicagoans, they don't give a fuck. Every time wrestling goes into Chicago, we show out. We're loud as hell. We don't care. We'll piss in your cup, throw it at you, and whatever. We we, we just don't care. We're rebels. Like CM Punk. That's why we love them so much. But anyway, so I made the tweet. I'm watching the show. Obviously, you hear, see a punk chant thrown here and there from the crowd, and it pissed me off. I'm like, can we just enjoy the show? Can we just? Oh my god, the card was beautiful. I love the entire show from top to bottom. Even the Miz Gunther match. That was. Me. I'm like, but Damn, you see, this is really good. When it comes
0: to Gunther, Go ahead. Gunther does not know how to have a bad match. Anyone he works with, Gunther's always going to put on a bigger match. So.
1: Yeah, right. so I'm going
0: to just leave it alone. And,
1: like, I thought this was going to be, like, a half squash. But at the same time, I, I once again forgot Miz is that nigga. For real. He's been in the company for 20 years. He's super reliable. Put respect on the Miz for sure. Like, you have to at this point. Because this wasn't a squash. The Miz looked great. Like, he had a great showing. He made you believe at least once, maybe twice. And I'm like, they ain't going to pull the trigger. I'm like, damn, they might pull the trigger. What the hell? But the whole car was great you get to like right when they did that promo with sammy and jay saying randy's not here i'm like oh god here we go bro and immediately you heard the cm punk chants in the back i'm like they're not gonna put him as the fifth they can't yeah there's too much stock on randy dude like they're either gonna make this dramatic and he's gonna show up last second which happened but i'm like okay cool so the war games match happened Beautiful, like when Randy didn't come out and they had that giant pause. I'm like, I feel like because Rhea is not out there, and the briefcase is not out there. Seth went through a table. I'm like, There's the recipe right there, they're about to cash in right now. She came out, I'm like, Here we go, this is part of the plan. About to cash in, then Randy comes out. I'm like, Oh, thank god, it's just (laughs) okay, the show is over. Cool, because. At the same time, I'm still honoring this tweet. I hope Punk doesn't show up. They win the match. They're doing the whole zoom out. The graphic hit the bottom right. I'm like, okay. Cool. Dog, here's the play-by-play I want you to absorb. (laughs) I grab my phone. Because I'm like, I'm already in the zone of, I told you, motherfuckers. I told you, dude. Look at you. Y'all looking quiet. Before I could even open the app, And I already had the tweet ready, saying, "Damn, y'all real quiet now." Before I could click the icon, you heard the my mouth (laughs) to the floor, and I'm sitting here. And this is the first time that not only someone's return but specifically punk's return because he had the one at aew but that was kind of telegraphic it was none but feel good yeah for sure except for the second time he came back in aew which we'll probably talk about Mm. but when he came when the music hit immediately i was divided in (laughs) half fifty percent of me was happy and joyous but obviously i'm shocked i'm sitting here like if someone was next to me they'll be like are you okay I'm like, I don't know if
0: I'm okay. First off, if I'm be real with you, <laughs> and the if other- I'm real with you, if me and you, like, if me and you was on the couch and we watched it together, I can I can, I can actually almost imagine. I'm probably going to be marking the fuck out, and you're actually probably just no. going to be
1: sitting there, like, confused.
0: That's how I envisioned
1: it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even... First of all, uh, the stance or like the poses? Absolutely.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) When I tell you I was frozen in time, I'm just sitting there with my phone in my hand, looking around my my home like nervous. I was extremely anxious. That's the other 50%. And I'm sitting here like, oh, shit. (laughs) Like, like, what does this mean? I'm sweaty. I can't even be happy. What does this mean? He's back in the Mm -hmm. E. After what happened at AEW, what does this mean? Because obviously, they didn't didn't pan into the ring live. But obviously, we saw footage afterwards, which we'll also talk about. But I was extremely nervous because I'm like, okay, now that I'm calmed down, how long (laughs) does this last? (laughs) And I hate to say that because, again, I'm a big punk fan. I'm a punk head. But at the same time, I'm like, punk? I'm like a dad at this point. Punk, you better not fuck. <laughs> you, Dude, this is literally yes. your last, last time. chance. You cannot do it. And there's actually a clause in this contract, apparently, that he cannot start a fight backstage. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. that's I get it, that's hilarious that they put that in the clause, but obviously they have to. But dog, we gotta talk into the the logistics of what's about to happen. First of all, let's talk about AEW. Okay. Right. Here's my two cents with AEW. First of all, it is not Rip AEW. I don't know who is talking about, oh, Rip AEW is done. No, they're fucking not. Are you serious? Shut up. Anyway. Is, is that it? Yeah, that, that was it for that little Okay, Bounce off of let, what you said. Let Pause. me
0: <clears throat> say my two cents about AEW, right? So... I don't even know where to start. There's always been a mixed review about AEW in um recent recent conversation or well I'll say recent conversation. Yeah, I'll say recent conversation. Uh cuz what was the last pay-per-view they had? What was it? Full Gear?
1: Yes, it just happened I think a week ago.
0: Yeah, that that weird. one uh match with uh Swerve and uh Adam Page.
1: I ain't see it, but golly.
0: Yeah, no th- that was a that was a fire match. My thing is with AEW, right? Is they are and me and my brother were talking about this earlier. I just feel like they're they're especially Tony <sighs> Khan he's trying to match WWE status. Like, I feel like he's trying to, like, he's trying to compete with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus at this point, WWE is just chilling. Like they're just doing their own fucking thing. Right. And it's funny. Cause my brother had brought, I had brought up TNA, which it's official. We can call them TNA now. <laughs> yep. Um, That, the last time there was like a uh like a like a match like a like a competition was like back in like what mid 2000s up until what 2010
1: back mid early 2000s like 04 05 yeah. around that time probably before actually 02
0: Yeah like I feel like that's the last time there was like any sort of like um mainstream main,
1: yeah competition.
0: any sort of main mainstream competition ever since then tna has just been chilling like they literally just do their own thing and that's what i love about companies like that you know even ring of honor uh what was it mow like obviously these sort of indies even new japan like these sort of indie-esque companies are just doing their own thing like there's no real competition it's just <coughs> we're we have these business even uh reality of wrestling you know like we have these businesses because we know the fans love these. We know the fans consume this. We know the fans love this. So we're gonna do what we do best. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like Tony Khan is just he he he's just not him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not even trying to be funny in a sense. I just feel like he's he's not in the best shape to be a. Uh, owner. I feel like he's trying to mimic or I I don't even say mimic Vince. I don't know. I just feel like he's just trying to be something that he knows he needs a little bit more help with. And instead of trying to reach out, he's, it's just not going the way I think he feels like it should go. You know, I don't know, maybe I'm just in the minority, but at the same time, I just personally feel like, okay, you already have two or three of original AEW uh, members already jumped ship. And which is also funny, one of the two literally helped you build the company and he jumped ship. And Cody never disclosed why. And even though he said that he didn't burn bridges, there was just something that happened. He didn't fuck with it, so he left. And I feel like that's the running theme with AEW. There's always something going on in the back, whether it's the EVPs or, you know, Tony or whatever the fuck that there's always some sort of issues. And it's also funny because Mox has even talked about this on his wife's podcast, saying that he's never had to deal with so many, like, childlike individuals to where it's like, okay, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I feel like ever since Punk joined, I feel like his image, in a sense, has been ruined even more you know what i'm saying like then again i don't really know i i I don't obviously we don't know punk right but i just feel like a lot of the things he's either said or he's um or just how he is people just don't rock with that so it rubs them the wrong way or they just think he's weird and it's like if you think somebody's weird obviously you're not gonna wanna get to know them, you're just gonna assume your own um thing about them, you know what I'm saying? And so I don't know. I just feel like after everything that went down, like AEW kinda I'll say it's a mix. It's between him and AEW kinda like ruined his image a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um so yeah and when it comes to the rip AEW shit, like it's understandable why people are saying that because WWE is in their bag right now, especially after what just happened at War Games. Like, at, WWE is only going up, and we all have Triple H to thank for that, <laughs> literally. Um, because if Vince was still in power, none of this shit would have been going on. So, thank you, Vince, for not being around. <coughs> and thank you, Papa H, for continually standing on business (laughs) um and so yeah i just um i just feel like at this point aew is kind of just i feel like they're just slowly declining um yeah you know and i just feel like they're making certain mistakes that wcw made and even eric bischoff he even though he didn't say it he kind of hinted that when uh when he was over there uh I, uh not WCW when he was over there at AEW there were certain things that he noticed and you know try to put Tony Khan on game but obviously Tony you know being a mark you know it just just kind of went over his head you
1: know what i'm saying so yeah that's it this is a massive uh fusion struggle um <laughs> I'm about to unfuse right now because what you're saying, uh, you have valid points. I really do mm-hmm. agree. However, I think what a lot of people, first of all, we're living in a social media age where anyone can say anything. I'm like, shut up! Like, yeah, you have that freedom to say whatever the fuck right. you want. But that doesn't grant you the necessary need to say whatever the fuck you want because you don't know what's actually Right, right. right. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking. About like no, no, no.
0: But know. you're, but you're still right. <clears throat> like, like, see, that's what I was saying. Like, obviously. I have no fucking idea, like what's going on behind, behind closed doors, right? <clears throat> Nobody does, but it's just obviously like everyone has, everyone can have an opinion, right? Whether it's right, right stupid exactly. or whatever, everyone can have their own opinion. And after everything I just said, this is just my view, my opinion, and just everything right. that at least I'm obviously seeing in reports social media even um actual people who you know have been there you know what i'm saying so like that's that that's that's just my thing and you know i i know that you're yeah you know you about to uh <laughs> do a few a, an, an unfusion
1: so <laughs> oh yeah I, i'm Absolutely. here for it so the thing <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing hey, that's why it's called fusion struggle um first of all thank y'all for listening to this podcast subscribe yeah. for more um the thing about aew is that they are still incredibly young they are they're just about to hit five years since being founded january 1st will make mark five years so to make the comp not to say that you were making the comparison that uh tna is like in their own lane yeah they're in their own lane now because they just made 20 years so they've learned after their ups throughout 20 years of like what not to do they recognize that wwe is number one literally as far as like american mainstream wrestling tna when they first came up they did the same exact thing that wcw did they did the same thing that aew is doing too back in the day i know you weren't really uh watching or aware of tna at the time they literally are doing the same thing that AEW was doing when they first started when they started picking up people like Jeff Hardy they started picking up people like Sting Christian um they were mocking WWE or F whatever I think it was E at the time but they were doing the same exact thing this whole tit for tat naive like oh we're better yada 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 because again WCW ran dry they were bought out this was the next biggest or best thing as far as american wrestling mainstream wise but they definitely had their faults too hulk hogan eric bischoff in there that was a train wreck that was horrible and it sent the company back a lot now now they're doing their own thing because they don't have to contend with wwe or aew even though they kind of have like somewhat of a relationship a little bit but as far as competing with the e they know better now They know that they're not going to compete to the level that the E has because look at them now. If they weren't big and bad before, they're enormous and huge now to where it's intimidating. So you're not going to see like a company like MLW try to compete with WWE. You're not going to see that. But there are some faults with this young company still. You have young and up and comers. They have big egos. They want the spotlight. They want the company built around them. I mean, obviously so, but then you have people like Mox who have been around the block. They've been around different companies. They've seen different things. They've learned tricks of the trade. So when a new company comes up, they can kind of help mentor the company itself. That's why I love the fact that Mox isn't AEW, and I hope he stays there for some years, like at least a good five or maybe even 10 years, because him and that company, he is thriving more than he ever did. You can tell he is himself. So this whole thing of Rip AEW is so novice and childish. I'm like, you're comparing a company that is over 40 years old to a company that's about to be five. That's like taking a grown-ass man and trying to fight a child. The thing with mainstream wrestling in America is that there's always going to be a natural competition thing. There's always going to be a natural tit for tat. You're not gonna see it all the time, but you'll see it kind of in different spurts, like whether that be in promos, whether that be in uh, match quality, or whatever. It just so happens that the stars aligned for the E. If it wasn't for Vince McMahon getting caught, finally, with all of that shit, and basically the power dynamic shifted so crazy. Because even when AEW came out, AEW was a talk of the town. Because we were kind of done with the E. We were done with Vince McMahon doing the same shit for the last 20 years. And so now we have this new shiny thing. We're now seeing people get their chance. We're seeing the match quality. Like, matches actually being wrestling. Instead of, like, god damn, another DQ finish. God damn, another count-out finish. This is so stupid. This is so dumb. But ever since the power dynamic, like, oh, damn. This is interesting now. With Triple H, he has a mind. He has an eye for like what the fans want. He sees AEW as a product. He's probably not going to acknowledge it, but he sees it. He has to. He has his people look at the product. Okay, what they doing? Okay, how can we one-up that? You can't tell me that them bringing in CM Punk the way that they did was not one, the most spiteful but genius move that they could do. With the stars being aligned. But at the same time, they looked at when Punk went to AEW the first time. That was the huge talking thing. That was the biggest return. And I don't even know God's know when. Because we thought this man was done. But AEW brought him back into wrestling. And we couldn't believe it. It was all emotion. It was all like, fuck yes. Wrestling is back, y'all. So you can't tell me that Triple H, being the man that he is, he is the man. He is the guy. But at the same time, if it wasn't for AEW, they couldn't have brought him in and being like, oh, we recognize that huge pop that he got. We're going to up that right now. We're going to keep the secret sealed. Tight lips, nobody knows except for Nick Khan and Triple H. Ten days before, didn't tell anybody except for the men or the male wrestlers in war games, they told them right before the match happened that the match is going to happen. CM Punk is going to come out right after. But other than that, no one else knew. It was the best kept secret of all time, probably. But here's the thing that just it really irks me.
0: Mm.
1: I am not an AEW fan. I am not a WWE fan. I am a wrestling fan. I feel like I said this before in another episode of Future Struggle. Go check it out if you haven't. Viewers, we appreciate you. But um, I love wrestling, period. Because the WWE did not get better until AEW showed up. AEW didn't apply pressure until the E started doing stuff different. So it's a nice, healthy back and forth which I like. It makes everybody happy. If you don't like the E, go to AEW. If you don't like AEW, go to the E. Don't worry about the logistics backstage. Like, oh, it's a rough environment. Man, we don't, we're not back there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am sick, by the way, if for those that forgot. um, It's a beautiful time to be a wrestling fan because now, of course, I'm excited to see Monday Night Raw, which gonna, which is going to happen in 10 minutes. But i'm curious about what's gonna be said and what's gonna be done on aew how are they gonna talk like how are they gonna capture this momentum a little bit like okay you have full gear you got mjf and shit like that but now punk is to the e you gotta come back with something you gotta come back with some huge i would say get mercedes monet or something because now there's talks about her coming back to yep the yep e, just I'm saw like that too because super up now be- give her all the money
0: because she loved working with Triple H. She loved working under his administration back in the NXT, so it's like now that he's really running shit and Vince isn't there, why not? Bring your ass back, girl. Like, come on now.
1: But timing is everything because I was... Right when Triple H got into power, I was thinking, okay, maybe they're gonna come back or maybe she's gonna come back with Trinity and everything. But then... Uh, Vince weasel his way back in. I'm like, damn, I'm kinda glad she didn't come back right now. That, that would've been the same thing all over again but now that he has quietly literally moved out the picture now it's like okay this seems more doable this seems more feasible but at the same time like i love wrestling i love what aew is doing because they're doing stuff that the e is not doing either you know it's a healthy medium but of course people on social media like to pit the two against each other which they can do whatever but dude i love wrestling man i've been wrestling since i was five I love like the dynamic of like oh this company did this what y'all gonna do and we just gonna sit back with our popcorn and watch you still gonna have people thrive mjf is thriving moxley is thriving uh even the elite even though i'm kind of with the elite because they have their faults too but swerve i'm super excited to see what the fuck they do with swerve put make him the world champion 2024 i don't know if you got to do it at all in but build that momentum. Swerve is the next guy. That's but see, the that's
0: guy. the thing. That's that's but. the one thing I'm I get kind of worried about with AEW's booking is like they and see, but that I feel like that's kind of what all companies do. Is like they say they, they know what we want, and it's like obvious like when Swerve came out, I, I think I think it might have been that match. It was either when he was, him and Adam Page were face-to-face, and they were talking, or it's it was actually, like, when the match happened. Bro, the pop he had, the crowd control that Swerve had, was fucking insane, bro. So it's like, he needs to be champion. Why not?
1: Because it comes down to the book. I agree yeah. with you, but you gotta be it it's intricate you can't just be like okay the fans are making some noise screaming ah uh, push him to the moon because I, I got a great example of like that's not the case look at la Knight. we made all the noise in the world he is not missing money in the bank which i feel like was the right move and he is not the champion when he faced roman at crown jewel just because we make a lot of noise does not mean like oh this person deserves you know like the, the world title mm. right now sometimes you just gotta wait and let it marinate and see what happens and see because look at daniel Bryan, right we all knew he was good he went from like mm, upper mid card to like lower uh upper card but then like up until wrestlemania he just couldn't be denied not only was he great he was good but he it took months for him to still have that momentum and they tried to kill the momentum but it was just too strong it was too good and he was so deserving of it that he did it but with Swerve I feel like let it drag out because we want the moment that he is crowned the champion it's really got to mean something he is not going to be the champion at the end of the year of 2023 I'm like he is technically a heel try to still come into those heel traits because right now MJF so far is a babyface even though he has like huge um, tendencies whoever takes the title off of him has to be a diabolical heel who's the best one you got swerve so let it marinate slow burn it a little bit build up like a little bit of tension it's the same thing with CM Punk and Seth right I feel like this is going to be night one main event of Wrestlemania now so you're going to have to slow burn this because we got months now <laughs> we got some time you gotta slow burn it you can't be like okay they could run it at the royal rumble but it's just like no let us yearn for it make it dramatic as shit because that's what wrestling is it makes it so dramatic by the time that okay the match is set and done we're ready now here we go but I have faith that they're gonna do right by Swerve, cause look at him, like the dude has everything. He has it. That's the next champion. Versus, like, let's say Ricky Starks. Love Ricky, but if you compare like Ricky going up against MJF and then Swerve going up against MJF, oh, give me Swerve all day, cause that's money and that's a feud, that's legacy, that's memories right there. You can do and, a lot.
0: But I mean, it's like it's also funny, cause. <laughs> when MJF and Ricky went toe-to-toe on the mic, it was it was funny as fuck, because cause Ricky had him.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. So, But then, like, MJF, like, he has a long, beautiful, lengthy title reign. You don't want to eclipse it right now just yeah. because, you know, the next up-and-comer is making some noise. I'm like, no, nah, you got to make sure you have status with the champion that mm-hmm. you have. So make that well-known, and then whatever whoever is lined up, when the stars align, there you right. go. Because look at Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, right? Kenny had a long reign, almost a year, and then Hangman came along. I'm like, you know what? I think it's about that yeah. time. I think, Kenny, you had a great, beautiful reign. You had a, some dope feuds in the middle. But now I think if there was a, anyone that was going to take the title, it should be Hangman. And they made the right decision, you know? So just, just let it play out. That's all I'm trying to say. Just let everything play out, y'all. Because we think we can telegraph everything. And we can't, bro. Because now, Triple H and well, Paul Paul and Tony Khan, they're keen to doing like intricate swerves. You think you know what's about to happen. Nope. They're going to do a swerve in there just to stir the pot, which is making even more noise, making even more money. And it's making both companies great. You know, just just let it play out. But I'm nervous about my nigga punk though. I'm nervous. I don't know first of all, the whole Seth thing is a work. And <laughs> now that I like dissect everything. Oh, of but course. I wish it wasn't a work. I wish it wasn't a work. I mean I mean Seth, a,
0: a Seth doesn't like him,
1: but you know. He is a professional above anything else. So he knows what he's doing.
0: But my thing is too, now, now the true thing, I don't know. <laughs> now the funny thing is about all this is like the entire locker room, bro. Yeah. Like... There are
1: some that love punk, some that
0: don't. Because there was a... um There was a... Like a video that went around that Rhea Ripley... Like, her reaction was like... What the fuck? Like, she... Like, flicked him off and then made fun of his, like, entrance when he does the... When he looks at the time on his dress. And it's funny, because it's like there's no way you're not at least like cordial with him because let's let's not forget Malachi her husband and Brody are all tight and Brody is yep. cool with punk so it's yep. like so is Malachi too and Malachi so it's like like Rhea, get the fuck out of here now as far as like everybody else I now Damien. I don't know. I think that might be some actual heat. I don't know. Um I feel like <coughs> him and Kofi are still cool. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's Oh oh,
1: Punk and Kofi. I'm like Damien and Kofi. Oh no nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. They're like they were uh wrestling wives or whatever that term was called. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um what else? And uh him and
0: uh Miz squashed it after a long time. Like they like him and uh yeah, him and Miz are cool now. So it's like It's funny because it's like I think Punk knew what he was doing from the jump since the last time he went back there. Like he wanted to squash everything. Yep,
1: yep, 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 I believe that. Because
0: it's like low key, after everything that was slowly going down to AEW, he knew he was like, you know what? I think it. I, I, think I do want to come back, but before I even think about it, let me be the bigger person. Let me go ahead and squash all this shit because I know I got a lot of bad blood and I know I burned a lot of bridges. So if I can't at least try to rekindle some of it and have some sort of conversation to where there's a possibility I can come back, let me go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, take this road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it makes sense. And now look,
1: he's back. So it was a dirty tactic, but it worked. And I, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause ever since all in and hearing about everything, I'm like, this sounds like this is a little too like intricate. There's something more to it. He's not just going to fight jungle boy, uh, jungle bitch. He's not just going (laughs) to fight him. Like he's not going to throw the first punch. To this boy right unless he had a means to it because he already got caught with it punk isn't in highly intelligent He knows what he's doing even if it's like on a whim or like hopes and dreams of like, okay If I hit this boy, they're gonna fire me Now I'm free because there's no no compete clause in AEW I could start my talking With them and once he starts talking and planning his little sleeds on social media because I've been checking his post, and I'm like, oh, god damn. Like, he's, he's already here, already working now. But um, this was intricate. He knew what he was doing. Now, with the locker room, this locker room better suits him better than AEW. AEW is too green and too new with their talent. That's what I'm saying. That all the egos is just going to flare up. And let Tony Khan deal with that. But as far as if Punk wants to wrestle again, he already knows... Most of the people in the E, Vince is off the picture for the for the most part. The Triple H, he's in the picture. They squashed that whole squabble, but Triple H is all about money and he's about headlines. He be a fool to pass up. Punk. He's standing on business. Air- yeah, he's standing on business and business is punk. He's making the most noise. Obviously, you're in Chicago. Why the fuck not? And then he even said it in the post. Uh, press conference like he's making a lot of noise everyone talks about him we'll sign him and we'll see what happens after that I'm like smart good but you know it is what it is everything happened the way it it happened it is what it is but I'm curious to see what the fuck cause Raw just started yeah let me see and it's the first hour is commercial free you wanna wanna watch it yeah. I didn't know if he was free, but hell yeah. yeah I
0: got pizza. I'm ready. Nigga,
1: <laughs> hey, you act like I can see. Uh,
0: well, that, <laughs> like, what I guess doing? That's, that's true. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Son Ronda, and Ghost to the Rebel, and welcome back to the Fusion Struggle Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything whenever we want. Uh, all right, so we just finished. Monday Night Raw. And you know what? I think this Monday Night Raw was... I think this Raw was a banger for the most part. Um, Go s- share a little bit of your thoughts with... Yeah.
1: It was definitely a banger. You know, the ratings were there. Obviously, with CM Punk, I kind of figured that they would have him last. Uh, But then, of course, you know, with Randy being back, having an impromptu match with Dirty, Dominic Mysterio, very fun uh overall solid solid show to be honest i mean i I know we talked about this in the video call like while watching it haven't been watching raw just because busy with life not really feeling it but uh i do keep up to date with like what happened per week with like recap shows and whatnot but to catch it like live again it's like okay it's fun this is cool they're in the right direction. They're heading in the right direction now, man. Let's
0: um think about it. yeah. Same thing. After watching Raw, after not watching it for like, what? Some months, only just because, like, I don't know. I've just been, ever since the Bloodline took over, um, I've definitely been staying tuned with SmackDown. You know, SmackDown's been my show. But now that we got Punk and Randy back and it's just things are really starting to look up and just the opening of raw was really emotional and intense you know what i'm saying because me you and my brother were just sitting here jumping out our chairs because we're expecting something some crazy shit to happen and oh boy yeah some 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 stuff definitely happened um So, I don't know. I feel like we could go into very grave detail, but it is late. Yeah, it is late, Uh, and yeah, (laughs) I need rest. You're sick. I got some, couple of things to finish as far as projects, (sighs) um, which probably might get done the next day. (laughs) But, but overall, um, this match on this match, (laughs) this episode of Monday Night Raw was dope. Literally, from Randy Orton coming back to Seth and Drew, that, uh, that interaction was very intense. And, <laughs> buddy. Oh, man. And then from Jay coming out to help. And to find out that Jay is going to be competing in a world title match next week on Monday Night Raw is insane. Like, who would have thought Jay Uso, of all people, one half of the Usos would make it to this point? You know what i'm saying like it's it's crazy and i'm so proud of him. you know what i'm saying so and i'm just saying that as as a as a fan that's been Mm -hmm. watching since what that was about six or seven been watching man been watching wrestling my whole life so to see all that unfold it's just uh this is really crazy you know what i'm saying so and then to see cm punk which i feel like you have a few things that you wanted to say on that, um, after we get uh, a little bit of words from you on uh, on what CM Punk said, I'm gonna say my two cents and then we're just gonna end it. So go ahead, bro.
1: All right, sounds good. Before I <clears throat> even get into that, talk about a feud we did not see coming. But hook me yes. up, take my money. I yes. need this today. We're talking about Cody Rhodes versus yes, sir. Shinsuke? <laughs> <laughs> and Give
0: you know that. what? Give me that. And you know what? We need that. Really looking back on it, I... For a millisecond, and I promise you, a millisecond, I did not know how to feel about that. But then I thought back, and I was like, wait a minute. Cody Rhodes went on the Indies for years. He even was in New Japan for a minute. Had some banger fucking matches. Yep. Shinsuke, also from New Japan. Had some banger matches and has had banger matches in WWE. So, what are we... What What is there to think about? Cody Rhodes versus Shinsuke Nakamura? No fucking brainer. Definitely need that to happen. And... Yeah, I'm actually kind of loving the Shinsuke style, uh, how they got Nakamura being, um, kind of have like this this sinister villainous anime, uh, monarch. You know what I'm saying? Like, d- like he is on yes. demon time. Yes. Now, do I wish that this version of Nakamura beat Seth Rollins for the world title? Hell yes, because Nakamura should have been world champion already. But the fact that he hasn't is preposterous. But yeah that's another topic for another day um, so yes like you said bro Shinsuke Cody Rhodes sign <clears throat> me up needs to happen like yesterday
1: mm-hmm, absolutely now going back to the man CM Punk now they did save him mm-hmm. out last to uh, cut a promo do his thing and I for sure thought somebody was going to interrupt and at this point I'm like who's going to interrupt like we done seen everybody on the show already And maybe Seth could come out there and do a little something. But, like, no, he's too focused with Jay with Drew. Let him do that. And then we'll eventually get to Punk versus Rollins in due time. Either at the Rumble or, most likely, night one main event at WrestleMania. Now, I'm still a bit nervous. And I feel like you can kind of sense it from the crowd reaction as well. That there was, if I could break it down to percentages 60% truly love punk there the 40% they know what's up like the elephant in the fucking room like punk we love you but dog what, what's going on how long is this gonna last I feel like we can't really like latch on to him 100% just because like the track record recently and we get it like you know like with as far as like brawl out right that one was extremely legitimate. That shouldn't have happened. Should have been handled much better, but it wasn't. And then the whole situation with Jack Perry, that probably most likely had a means to an end. Uh, what we're talking about as far as like, he's not just going to pick a fight with Jack Perry for no reason. I felt like that was definitely uh, a setting stone for him to leave AEW or have a justified means to leave and then go back to WWE. I feel like it's a better fit for him to be in WWE. I feel like more people are going to be more receptive of him as time goes on, which is great. It's really a, let's see what happens. Time will tell, you know, a couple years down the line. He's in good graces, no bad behavior or whatever. Cool. But it's definitely too early to be like, he's a motherfucking man and... Strap a rocket to him and send him to the moon. Nah, gee, this is the same thing that happened to AEW. Like, give him time. Let, let's see his behavior a little bit. And then, okay, cool. We're good to go. Now, damn, there was one point I, I want. Okay. I want to bring this up to you during the first part of the Fusion Struggle podcast. Once again, thank y'all for yes, yes. listening and subscribing. Uh, let us know which y'all want us to talk about. Because we can talk about random shit. If y'all want to be interviewed, talk to, you know, yeah. Fondu and I. and We can set something Mm-mm. up. But my man did drop kind mm-hmm. of like a name. He dropped The Wise Man. Ooh. Now, I did. I, hear, I heard something on a video earlier today before we got mm-hmm. or before we started recording. Now, because we're talking about directions that punk could go. Like the feuds mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I'm like, okay. If it comes down to at some point I'm talking post mania. So Roman lost. Knock on wood. Please make the Please. right decision cuz you can't oh do it again. Um when Roman loses, what's next after what's what's next for Reigns? Okay, Punk is back. You could tie in Punk and Roman with the wise man in tow because Paul I'm sorry. Paul Heyman was a huge CM Punk fan. A hu- we already right. know the story. Come on now. We already know. What an interesting feud that would be. It's kind of similar to Brock and Roman, but I feel like this one's the maybe it's even I feel like this feud, one as far as like
0: this like one is a little different. Because we all know the history between Brock and, and Heyman. Heyman and Brock have been tight since, what,
1: for? Since forever. Even when Heyman screwed over Brock with Bishop. They've been
0: around each other for a long, long time. And then, you know, separated. CM Punk then comes out with Heyman. They're together for Punk's championship reign. And that connection was just different. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I, um... But, also to see how Reigns and Heyman are, it's it's just... There's a certain dynamic with how Heyman is with his clients. It's just... I don't know. I feel like we see a lot of different faces for Heyman. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. makes it very intriguing. It makes it so intriguing. So it's kind of hard, like... Like, let there be a, a a small moment where Heyman and Punk interact, and Roman comes out, and he's like, "Wiseman, what? Uh, wait, what are you doing? You're out here when I need you in here." And he's like, "Sorry, my tribal chief. Uh, we'll, we'll talk later. You'll you'll talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of the like mm-hmm. one of those. So I'm just I'm 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 intrigued to see how that interaction is gonna go." Because there was an interview, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe a year or two ago, it was, some, it was sometime last year, where Roman said if there was ever a chance, or if there ever was uh, a moment where Punk ever did come back to WWE, he said he doesn't like him. Same shit Rollins has said, doesn't like him, or whatever the fuck, but if it gets traction, if it gets views, if it makes money, then he's open to work with him. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. Pug said, "Literally, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. So, mm-hmm. what? Are, like, let's let's get these matches on and popping. Let's book. Let's let's make memories. Like, come on. Like, give the people what they want. <laughs> literally. Before
1: it gets out. Literally. Because <laughs> now it's a ticking time bomb again. And I felt like it got reset when he came back. I'm like." That's why I reacted the way that I did. It was just like, oh, God, a new timer just started. (laughs) And I don't want to think about it, but here's the thing. I think it's the only reason why I'm feeling like this is because it's still not like fresh, but it still happened this year as far as the Jack Perry situation and the whole controversy of Punk coming back for a second time in AEW. And it was big and it was very divisive. Like, a lot of people didn't like it, but some people loved it. It was very orchestrated. They did it in Chicago. If he did it anywhere else, he would have got booed to hell. But Tony Khan, he he played his cards the way that he needed to to try to get that over. And I guess Punk was just still upset just because, you know, it, it's really the elite, too, and other things. But, I mean, Punk was running his stroke when he shouldn't have to a certain T. Look at Collision. Collision is Punk's brainchild. <laughs> But luckily, we have that now. So there's a silver lining with all of this. Now we got Punk in WWE. Now wrestling seems super like intriguing on both ends. Now we got a new show for uh, AEW. Great. Let's right. see what comes out of that. And you know, it's just let's just see what happens. Let's see what happens. But we just need one backstage segment with Paul Heyman. Roman Reigns, maybe like they're doing a promo or something, I don't even know, but they're walking, and they just happen to cross paths with Punk. Kind of like that. I don't know if like, I don't know what to call it, but Mm. maybe in anime or in the show, right? You cross paths and it's like slow motion and shit. I know exactly what you mean. Like you look at each other, we just need that one time. And there you go. The seeds have already been planted. And now you can play with that for like Mm -hmm. X amount of time, but I'm excited for Punk. I'm glad he's I'm going to use air quotes, quote-unquote, happy. He's here for money. He's not here for friends. Good. But punk, be on your best toes, dude, because this is literally the last time you could do this. You cannot get a bigger pop after this. You can't. Like, and I love how people are so big on punk because I'm trying to think, who else could do this? Nobody else could do this. Literally, punk is the only person that can get away with shit like this. This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime type of thing, so... Just buckle up, y'all. I'm a punk head, but at the same time, punk, stop, stop punching people, nigga. I get it. We from Chicago, and some niggas need to get it. But hey, think about your wife, okay? Think about HJ. I'm tired of her stressing out over you. Man. Come <laughs> nah, on, <for> stop. <laughs> think about Larry. Come on, man. Oh man. But I'm I'm yeah, happy but- he's back, though. What what are your what are your feelings with Punk though?
0: Uh, um, oh, my overall fuck? so. Yeah, so my overall feelings uh, before we close out is I just feel like Punk once again he's very controversial. Um, I just feel like he just needs to be on high alert. He needs to. I feel like he released really the honor. What he said that he's changed. Um, I really feel like he needs to kind of just, you know, keep himself in check. You know what I'm saying? Not really give a fuck what anybody else says, but if it just so happens to really be some heat between him and Rollins and Rollins decides to, you know, be on some other shit, then just be like, okay, cool. I'll see you out there in the ring. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Just kind (coughs) of just... You know, like, chill, chill the fuck out, you know, and not, you know, just kind of just stick to himself, you know, just
1: chill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because grateful that AEW didn't sue him. Now the E will sue him yeah, if he tries to again. Yeah. And they got
0: crazy
1: money compared yeah, to 10 years so. ago. So I just feel
0: like Punk needs to kind of keep his head on a swivel, be on his best behavior. And we'll see what happens six months from now, you know?
1: Main event night one?
0: Like, who am I thinking is going to be main event uh, night one?
1: I mean, you you think he got that spot now, not that he came back? I would
0: like to say yes. I would like to say yes. I would like to think so. Because I don't know who else is going to take that spot. Um, I, I know definitely Cody and Roman have night two, um, because initially my thought process with night one and night two was going to be Roman rock, uh, night one, and then Roman and Cody night two and Roman is still kind of suffering from the effects of night one, but, um. You know, since that's not happening anymore, well... Punk's back. Okay. I think he, uh... And honestly, I felt like that was, like, his main issue from the jump. Is that he never got that main event spot. (coughs) So, now that we have a two-nighter for WrestleMania... I think that he will get the main event. So...
1: I'm 50 50 with that like I feel like he's deserving of it but probably not this quick I feel like I really want to see Gunter and Seth
0: yeah but that 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 probably won't be a mania like it'll definitely be a main event show I just don't think it'll happen at mania unfortunately
1: yeah at, no. at this point but yeah, it
0: but so. Seth versus Gunther for the world titles is, is definitely up for grabs I can see that
1: now, I, I got to look into this because as we saw in the promo during the shows, Bash in Berlin, I did he, like hear part of a story. I don't know if Gunther is allowed to go to Germany or something, which is fucking weird because that would be the perfect place for him to go. But if, that's, if he can go, I would say make him world champion there. But if not, like I would say make him world champion before that. I don't know, but it's Gunther's time. I really don't want to see him at Mania again with the IC title. I feel like we've done what we could, okay, with the IC title. Like, give it to Chad Gable. Elevate Gunther more now. Like, he is the guy. But but see, now it's so exciting. This is a whole different episode that we could do this on, like, speculation with, like, the future and stuff. Because there's so many stars now. There's so many options and possibilities. It's not so cut and dry, which is great. We can, like, Mm -hmm. play around with this shit, but... I'm happy that Punk's back. So good on you. Don't fight. Maybe maybe next
0: podcast we can do like a uh, a uh, what is it? Not a dream card. What's
1: a uh, prediction, prediction card for, for Royal Rumble? Rumble. Oh oh my God! This is hard. Yeah. That's a guard. Okay okay. Because I honestly don't know if it's not Cody, it's gonna be Punk. If it's not Punk, it's gonna be Cody. If it's not either of them, that's tough. But we also got to think about people who could come back. But yeah, but how would it fit? Like, it has to fit. Because, you know, Rumble is like, okay, whatever happens in the Rumble, that's automatically going to tell you the story what's going to happen at Mania or what's to come at Mania. I'm
0: only saying that because
1: I want Ziggler to come back. Yeah, he was. You want Ziggler un-utilized. to come back?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I feel like Ziggler's yeah, done well. though. <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion, I need Big E to come back. I need that. I need that serotonin boost for real. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Just give me that. He don't he don't need the win, but I just need to hear that theme and just see him. I'm like automatically the greatest. I'd be Rumble crazy of all time. if he joined up with the Street Profits. Oh, no, the new day is too good. I feel you though. Man, this, man we got to yeah, cut this short. Yeah. We're going to be talking for <laughs> a whole hour. That's a good idea. Oh, now you got my brain thinking. Yeah, we got All All right. Gotta, well, look, so-
0: I'm going to just leave that there. Um, We will come up with some more topics for the next one. Um, <laughs> And yeah.
1: So, bye, y'all. Sorry that I <laughs> sound like a fucking dying horse, y'all. Thank y'all for viewing this and i'm gonna stop before i start throwing up thank you to rondu follow him out on us all this where are your socials, right, my at, socials man? I can't
0: talk. are just look up Sun rondu s-o-n-n-r-o-n-d-u-e that's on twitter youtube uh that's pretty much it yeah go ahead check me out and if you want to check out
1: Ghost, you can go check him out at. You can definitely check me out at glitchgrave.com You already know what it is There should be some sort of link in the description Of this podcast, wherever you're viewing it Or listening from, we appreciate you guys Um, yeah, we'll see you in the next one Yeet!